Welcome to All Things Alt Tech, where we talk about the emerging digital ecosystem and how the online world is changing by the week. If you want to hear about next generation platforms and browsers, get the latest on privacy and online free speech issues, or just general banter on the creepy online media industry, this one's for you. So strap in, grab a drink, sit back and enjoy. If you want to support the podcast, visit nyman.media slash podcast. That's N-Y-M-A-N dot media slash podcast. If you want to ask a question or submit a story, email me at podcast at nyman.media. Welcome to the podcast. So today I wanted to talk about what's happening to online journalism and news video. Because the, the news landscape has shifted you know, quite tremendously over the past few years. And I mean, it's nearly unrecognizable to what it was like a, just a decade ago. And uh, I mean, today there are there are online independent journalists that are even bigger than, where they have a larger following than entire news channels, which is quite interesting. I mean, you have the likes of you know Tim Pool and Project Veritas and you know even Paul Joseph Watson that are easily commanding over a half a million subscribers each. Um, And if you look at the really big YouTubers, I mean, they have followings that kind of dwarf the entire news networks. I mean, look at PewDiePie, for goodness sake. I mean, he has over 100 million subscribers. Now, meanwhile, you have the legacy news networks that, you know, they've kind of figured out over time that investigative journalism, real journalism, is is costly, and it requires, you know, a lot of legwork, actually. And, you know, you got to remember that news media is a content business. I mean, this is obvious, but simply speaking, if you think about it, the most cost-effective ways of, of generating content this, in this way, it's, it's basically just to provide commentary on news. It's not to, to actually do the legwork, as I said before, and, and produce something new, something fresh, something investigative. It is basically to throw together a panel of talking heads and pontificate on you know recent events and speculate on what's to come this is how you create content this is how you create news content today and of, of course much of this lacks substance and if you ask me listening to this watching this is kind of a waste of time really now as these traditional news networks have been struggling to to monetize this content and to maintain their business over the past few years they, they have to kind of clamor harder and harder uh, to their core following, be that on the left or the right. Uh, they have to give the people what they want, basically. Um, and meanwhile, they also have to try and provide some kind of sense of excitement, create exciting content. And that's why we see that everything is breaking news today, which means nothing is really truly breaking news. Now, there's also a sense to kind of a need to kind of sensationalize every event, however trivial it might be. Um, and you constantly have this suggestion that there's a dramatic news turn just around the corner. You think about the, the constant, you know, impeachment is nearly here, or the proof of a Russia-Trump collusion is almost here. And it's, this has been going on for years, really. Meanwhile, you have these uh, these networks that are kind of more pandering to their audiences more and more and that that means also the kind of this bias has crept into the networks i mean this is this is to the point of it being obvious now i mean look at cnn or fox i mean watching these two back to back you you think that they are kind of living in parallel universes really and they are 
Now, if you want to make it as an individual, on the other hand, make it as an investigative journalism in the digital age, I think you have to provide real value, not just talk. And, uh, and, and, and you know, the legacy networks, they're finding themselves competing against uh, such individuals that actually do this. Um, so it, it's not really surprising to see that, you know, not just the investigative journalism journalists have uh, you know these slanderous hit pieces written about them you also see mainstream youtubers you know such as pewdiepie that i mentioned before they're getting written up as neo-nazis they're getting written up as you know they're 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 depicted as some kind of a gateway drug to the alt-right so so the legacy news networks they're going after anybody anybody daring to compete in generating news content or generating content full stop and and what's happening is you are starting to see um, legacy news networks, legacy media networks, losing share of voice to these new and growing, quote-unquote, wrong thinkers. Now, I've talked about YouTube in the past and how they are kind of developing as a platform a little bit. And it, it's obvious to me that they are definitely kind of siding with the losing team here. Now, what does that mean? Well... I mean, we know through official statements and we know through Project Veritas and so forth that you know, YouTube views the legacy news networks as authoritative channels. So meaning uh, the, the CNNs of the world, for example, they are getting surfaced and recommended far more often on, on YouTube. Now, it, it seems that YouTube has decided that, the, that uh, you know, legacy news content is, is more authoritative, as I mentioned. It's also more kind of buttoned up and it's also advertiser-friendly. It's kind of pre-screened in that sense and it has a certain kind of production quality, which is true. Um, and so that's, that's one thing. The second thing is also I think that the, the narrative and the kind of political affiliation associated with the legacy broadcast media, that lines up well with the philosophy that Google tends to have. I mean, I've mentioned in the past that there's no shortage of Democrats and left-leaning people over at YouTube. Um, and, and they undoubtedly gravitate more towards the, you know, the woke left-wing channels, more so than the, the sort of on-the-ground gritty, gritty individuals. And that's why you have you know, the so-called authoritative channels, i.e. the legacy media, um, being given, given preferential treatment on YouTube. So in one sense, YouTube has kind of come full circle uh, in a way. Uh, I mean, it started out as literally YouTube. I mean, it was the crummy, quirky, unique content creators. And you kind of carved out your own little niche on the web and you build a, a select little audience for it. And now, they're kind of steering it back towards the corporate media. It's corporation tube, or it's becoming corporation tube. It's this polished, advertiser-friendly, mass media TV online. And it, sh it's, it shows such a lack of vision and such a kind of disconnectedness. So, you know, it's, and it's plain boring. YouTube is getting pretty boring in that way. But I think, in conclusion here, I mean, more and more people are waking up to this kind of tiring nature of today's corporate news media. And I, know I mentioned before that, you know, impeachment is just around the corner. Um, election interference is just about to be proven a, a fact. And Trump's tax records, you know, they're, they're nearly about to be released, etc. I mean, this kind of stuff is not news. It is rumor milling. I mean, it's gossip. It's, you know, hearsay. It's this endless regurgitation of recent events. And it's, it's kind of 
historical revisionism in, in real time. That's what it is. And I've realized, and many, many, many people that I know have realized that if you, if you actually cut out the news or certainly the kind of legacy news media, um, you're not missing out on much. And, uh, and I think more and more people are realizing this. And that's why, you know, you see, you hear more and more talk of, of news diets, for example. It's becoming a thing. And I think, you know, people will continue to seek out real news and people will, will be able to kind of sense what is real news. And, and, and people will find journalists that actually contribute something new, you know, whether YouTube likes it or not. What do you think? I mean, have you, have you tuned out of the corporate news? Where do you get ner- your news? Let me know. Um, you, may, you can email me at podcast at naiman.media and let me know. Thanks for listening to the podcast.